again, Fishbourne is, uh, is overwhelmed by it. No, I cited you on the air travel, Richard, but not the cats. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Phil is now pretending to shoot me from the other side of the room. Okay, on that right. cat front, should I um, read out uh, an email that I've got? You can do, yeah. All right. In your own time. I've already read this one. I'm totally with you on the cat fight topic. Never has Richard been so full of rubbish. Maybe so. I'll go to the next one. <laughs> is that, which which email is that though? Is that is that one of the emails that you've instigated? Because, that was the one I sent you yesterday. told me a little story, didn't you, the other day? Yes. So you know a little story. Interestingly, now Anna Farmery mm. from uh, which which podcast I do. The Engaging Brand. The Engaging Brand. Now, Anna's, uh, she's a great colleague of yours, or becoming a great colleague of yours, isn't she, friend, even? And Anna emailed to say about how she thought I was being ridiculous with my cat views. Mm. Uh, but apparently, when you got off the train to meet Anna at a, a particular meeting you had mm. with, a, with mm. a, a few days ago, she, mm. she mentioned to you that, Heather, you asked me to send that email to Richard. You asked me to be slightly vitriolic in the way I penned my response. And, and so how can you explain your, your own criticisms of my response? And how did you get out of that? Well, I still don't know because I wasn't there. But this is, so this is interesting. So in actual fact, the only negative responses to my saying how I feel about cats are instigated by you. <laughs> rubbish. <laughs> Absolute rubbish. Yeah. You've missed out, Vicky Cowles. And of course, Anna spoke to me on the phone and told me how she desperately disagreed. And I said, you must email. Go for it. Mm. And so she did. What's wrong with that? I bet you'd do that, wouldn't you, Rich? And she's asked me to I say one... To. I don't need to. I don't need to. Almost on cue. Oh, here's the crowd. Here, here, here we are. Oh, but the thing is, Rich, she, oh, she has asked me to come back on that. I'll say to you that... <laughs> oh, Noah. Yeah, don't have any sympathy with him. She's asked me to say, you have not addressed the focus of her he- email, which is the hypocrisy that you act out in daily life. That's right. That's right, yeah. She says, how can you possibly be so um, obsessive about cats killing the occasional bird when you kill things? Sure. And sure. so I, I promised her that, that, that I would you'd, you'd, go you'd back forward to that. that and then I could address that. Yeah, yes. Yeah. So, for my part, my interpretation of hypocrisy would be something like a vegetarian keeping loads of cats which they allow to indiscriminately roam around their house, killing lots of lovely, ecologically significant creatures for no apparent reason. Okay? What relevance has this I got? I go shooting. I go shooting. And I eat what I shoot, or if I shoot squir- if I shoot squirrels, then I'm doing catches. so to protect the indigenous populations of animals in that environment. Now there is a, there's a, there's a, there is oh. lots of evidence. No. Whoa. There is lots of Whoa. evidence. You so do in, not in go the, fishing squirrel, and do that. Squirrel fishing. You fish and you put it back. You told me. Yeah, fishing. Yeah, of course I do. Go you know, put put things back. Absolutely. Why? 
I've Why? always been intrigued by this idea well, of ripping a hole through a fish's mouth and then chucking it back in and saying, well, hey, I was okay. I yeah, threw yeah. it back in. They do live. I mean, fish are, are perfectly happy. In many instances, fish are perfectly happy when you catch them and put oh, them back in. Joyous. There's been lots of repeated <laughs> Yippee! catches. You know. I'm on the end of Richard's hook. I just <laughs> can't wait for this to see him. The, I don't think so. This isn't addressing so. the original, the original <laughs> question. You're just, you're just, all you're doing now... Now I'm explaining you're, your hypocrisy. You're just being slightly unreasonable now in, I'm not. in an attempt to humiliate me. <laughs> which of course you can't do because you're not being constructive enough <laughs> fishing is another topic altogether and no, I'm quite happy no, to, no, no. To, to defend my, my fishing Let's a, a, a perfectly point. harmonious natural innocent pastime Let one of the most wonderful things that anybody could do Let's keep to the point. But we won't go into that now. <laughs> Let's keep to the point. Right. Hypocrisy. Right. You go and do that. Right. The cat eats the bird right. if it catches it. Right. I think you meddle up completely. No. The cat eating cats the bird with the fact, if you wouldn't mind, okay. that <laughs> you don't like him. And you don't like him pooping in your garden. No. And that's, that's your point. No, but that isn't the point. No, my point isn't. I do like cats. I like cats. They're, they're nice-looking animals. My point is, and going back to our original address, hmm. we responded to a chap, I think it was uh, Simon. Simon, whose life was being made utterly miserable by cats defecating and excavating his garden. So whilst I like cats, perfectly reasonable, and I've got no, and I, again, kind of to reiterate, I've got no problems with people uh, and, f and the responses I've had towards the, the original comments I made. Again, people have no problems with people having cats. It's a perfectly reasonable thing to do, but they should be kept indoors. Um, I'm afraid we have to disagree with you on that score. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> That's why you're here. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. That's you sitting there going, yes, you're absolutely <laughs> right, Richard. <laughs> Two to one, I think. Uh, um, yeah. Well, Heather's going to disagree with everything. It's absolutely cruel to keep cats inside. Mm. That goes against everything that they can stand for. Right. It's natural. Right. I know we had a, a rather fierce debate about the fact that cats weren't indigenous to the UK. Mm. But I did have a little look up last night in the field of research. Right. Um, <laughs> now, the Scottish wildcat is native to the British Isles. Yeah, of course, yeah. And they date back about nine and a half thousand years. Right. Nine and a half thousand years. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So by the early 1800s, Scottish wildcat was wiped out from most of Wales and England. Right. So obviously it was all over uh, yes. the British Isles. Yeah. Uh, now, the reason they are no longer all over the British Isles because is the decline in their habitat. Right. I.e. a woodland habitat. Right. I.e. something that man has done. <laughs> if you make, so, if you've got a point. <laughs> Yes, because if we it. hadn't got domestic cats, we right. would have had wild cats instead, doing the same damage as domestic cats, in your eyes. So what you're saying is, if we hadn't got domestic cats, we, we would still we would have, have the habitat that wild cats rely on. We would have the indigenous wild cats. So the habitat wild that wild cats rely wild on... wild cats would be pooing in would your still garden be here instead of domesticated ones. It's, not, it's, not, it's just not really a, it's <laughs> not an argument, is it? You really, it's, it's about as tenuous as you could possibly find well, in order to defend someone having wild cats. Wild cats are, 
our species in decline in the British Isles, certainly for many reasons, but also one of the reasons that wildcats are in decline is because of feral domesticated cats. For many reasons, interbreeding, spread of disease, etc., etc. So again, that strengthens my point and the point of, of many of the responses that I've had to my argument that the domesticated cat is so destructive in lots and lots of different ways. And what I would like to say, and again, what I would like to say, it's not cats that are responsible for killing and reducing um, important animal species populations across the UK. It's the peoples that are responsible. So, so if people think- can have cats and keep them indoors, that's perfectly natural. Do you think that any cat owner in the UK, Hmm. do you think that they set off to cause a problem to their neighbours or to their their birds? I don't think they would do that at all. Just as you don't go out to kill spiders every day, but you do. It's just life. You know, you, yeah, but what you're about to everything that you do causes destruction. You buying that fleece. Right has caused some destruction somewhere. Everything that you are right. is causing destruction. Okay. You know, that's the way that life is. No. And for you to it's pick on It's not the way life owners, is, Hev. It's mm. not the way... It, unfortunately, it is the way life is, but it's not the way life should be. <laughs> Humans, we do, we do destroy things all the time, but we shouldn't destroy things because yeah. we have the knowledge and the intellect to be able to provide for ourselves in, in a sustainable fashion, but it is more difficult. But you and need- it takes a certain ability and understanding and recognition of how to go about these things. This fleece, okay, now this is a classic example. This fleece is probably made out of dozens of recycled plastic bottles. So in many respects, this fleece hasn't caused any destruction. This fleece is something that has been done through a creative means and is able to reuse something that would otherwise go to landfill or incineration and fill the air with dioxins, etc. So that, so you're, you're using this fleece example. Isn't, what about your isn't vest? Isn't a very good one. Let's see your vest. The vest is, is, is <laughs> cotton. So that's, that, again, is, uh, and it's probably organic cotton. It is so not. that's perfectly fine. It is not. It's perfectly fine. Don't go any further, Heather. The point knickers? I'm trying to make is that <laughs> if people have cats, then it is a responsible thing to do is to keep them indoors. Now, interestingly, one of our earlier respondents to some of our podcasts, a guy called Kevin Arnold, who lives in Ottawa, beautiful city, or just outside Ottawa, I think, in, in Canada, he entered. Do you remember a competition we did uh, a while ago? I think it was, I can't remember what the prize was. I think it was Chris Baines's book, uh, Garden right. for Wildlife. But anyway, Kevin recently emailed me with a whole bunch of stuff that he'd been looking at um, from the States. Yeah. And there's a campaign, uh, Conserving Wild Birds and Their Habitats Throughout Americas by the American Bird Conservancy have a campaign to encourage people to keep cats indoors, which is an absolutely fantastic campaign. It really does. I mean, it, there are things. And I've seen cats in this country kept in, you know, you can, you can have your cats wandering around the house. But if you have like yeah. a conservatory pen outside, then the cats can live outside. They can go outside, they can, they can do their business outside, what, what not, but they can't get around to killing birds. Ridiculous. Now you see what the point. You look at me. You, you are screw, not you going to beat your face me right? because you, 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 you because you're I good at don't waffle. Like you I don't have like more the fact airtime than me. Cats, right? Yeah, that's that's, that's, <laughs> that's, 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 yeah, that's yeah. a good point, yeah. isn't it? But the point the point I'm trying to make is that if people want cats, then if they're made aware of how destructive and how Great. invasive Absolutely. and how poisonous cats are no, with, a well, sens- not yeah, poisonous. with a sensitive environment and the You've way they will behave, then, then, then surely that's wrong. 
Just a minute, Karen's coming I'd in. like to cut in. Mm. I printed off from the RSPB website. Right. He doesn't agree with the RSPB. No? <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to go ahead anyway. Okay. <laughs> there is evidence that cats tend to take weak or sickly birds. Um, it's likely that most of the birds killed by cats would have died anyway from other causes before the next breeding season. Right. A lot of the, the decline in, in the native bird species is down to habit, habitat change, and particularly maybe controversially on farmland right, right. tolerance you see it's not, it's not a question of tolerance that's an, it's a classic bit of rspb someone sat down and thought oh well, let's write some stuff that we think we might know about is there anything is there anything any research uh, any names or anybody there to back up that <laughs> that that bit of stuff that they that was on the second there? page which i don't have here <laughs> with <me. laughs> no, it's, no, interestingly no, interestingly you, enough is tolerance Mm. Your argument loses its importance when you say things like, you know, the poison of cats and, and all this propaganda twaddle about cats just because you don't like them. You've got a dog that poops, I know you have. Sure. And the thing but is... But not in other people's gardens. Yeah, but tolerance. You're, you meddle up two things. One is cats kill birds. OK, let's keep the cat in in the morning like you've suggested. Right. But we're not going to keep them in all day. Right. That is absolutely not going to happen. So that's sorted. Right. We've drastically reduced the number of birds being killed by the cats. But that's not really the problem. Your problem is that somebody's cat is coming into your garden and, I, and going by your pond. And I say to you, tolerance. Life is about tolerance. Community. Other people do things that annoy everyone all the time. Yeah. Somebody might cut your head. Somebody might do something. Just relax be tolerant like me yeah <laughs> <laughs> absolutely yeah yeah that's yeah, quite Funny. quite yeah so anyway, uh, I've, I've got the answer but the, the point the point i'm trying to make is so yeah, so what you're saying we is we have loads of people walking all over our place am i to go and walk all over their place so what so what you're saying is that the people that don't have cats and should tolerate their neighbours' cats going into their garden, killing the very things that they care the most about. Just a minute. And excavating their garden and putting their, putting their toxin-filled excrement all over their uh, vegetable gardens. So Is what that, about that's, rats, That's all right. Richard? What about rats? Vermin control. Cats carry out a very useful job on that front. Well, that's why they were originally introduced. Yes, in, yes in, by in the, in the Romans. Really. Quite possibly before the Romans, uh, well, the in fact. But the point is that you, we we now we're not living in Roman times. We're not. Society has changed Says dramatically. Richard, speaking from the weekly dramatically. sofa in his toga, yeah. <laughs> with his sandals. I knew he'd get down his knickers. Oh, they don't like fish brawn as well. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but the but the uh, but the but the point is this right? is the most outrageous. Hang on, hang on. Farmer Phil, has got to come in. Oh, that's just awesome. First of all, bring it on. Your <laughs> arguments to shut cats in forevermore. The same arguments refer to shutting you or me in forevermore because we have implications on everybody else around us and our environment. So if you're going to shut cats in, shut yourself in. Second point is you say that times haven't changed since the Romans. Only last week I hear on the news and read in the newspaper that we have the highest populations of brown rats in this country that we've ever had. Absolutely. And they are a major problem. Yeah. And birds, after all, can fly. 
which cats can't. Right. Now, I know that cats will catch some birds, right. but the birds have a distinct advantage, it seems to me. So that if the cat catches a few rats as well, that's great. And if you feed the birds, so there are lots of them, that is also great. But somewhere in amongst it is a balance. And that I accept we had a correspondent who said that there are huge numbers of cats in urban areas. That's true. Right. But you can have cat-proof bird tables. You can feed the birds in relative safety. The cat might have a few. Your cat may well dump in your neighbour's garden, but your neighbours will come and dump back in your garden. Is that a big problem? I don't think so. It our can be a big problem. It can be. But the thing is, in a different situation, a different environment to the one that we're living in, it can be a really big problem. So to address some of your issues, I mean, your original thought about shutting in the cats, we, we keep the cats, Phil. People don't keep cats for vermin control. 95% of the population in the UK keep cats purely for pets yeah. and for their own benefit. And hang you, on a minute. You don't hang on, fish hang to on eat a minute. Fish. Karen might keep cats. For, for rodent control. If there were cats here, then, then they, they might be used for rodent control. It's all but so there I are know, a couple of points. Can I just can I respond no, to that? It's all part of the Phil's, balance. Phil, Phil's saying that I should be kept in because for, for, the, for the same reasons that cats should be kept in is utterly ridiculous. Okay, so my, going back to my point about how society is changing and in order to address the changes uh, within that society and compromise and tolerate one another is all important. Now, one classic thing that I can think of is the changing of leaded to unleaded petrol and we got rid of leaded petrol because lead goes into the atmosphere and this is po possibly something something after your last comment that you can you can empathize with is lead particles in the air have been found to reduce IQ so I'm just wondering after your last article you spent <gasps> the early part of the 80s oh. running after running after buses the second the second the second point that the second point I'd like to make is that I have the evidence in front of me which you you so often ask me for yeah. Phil. You say, "Oh, can you back up any of this stuff that you come out with, Richard?" And of course, How many I can back it up because I always need to cut down I to need print things, that lot right? This is something that will be used many times over. Okay. There's another point I'd like to address that you've made about your rats. It says here. Now, this is something from the Mammal Society, right? A survey undertaken. Not He's so about again. to defend rats, isn't he? No, I'm not. I'm not about to defend rats at all. Whoa! Stop. <laughs> It's gone on too long. I know Karen's got a million points about tolerance and cats. I know Rich has got a million points about rats and God knows what. And I've got this coyote point too, but we have to stop. We'll come back to it at some point. Well, hopefully not soon, because the thing is, are you bored of cats? I am. Meow, Noah. Over to Alison. Alison, plant of the week, bringing on wild garlic. Hang on a minute. I don't think Alison's going to be able to come in today. Yes, she is. <laughs> I know she is. I think there's just, I've just got a few points to make. No, you I mean, haven't. I, I appreciate you're quite upset by the fact that I've got a few points to make. In fact, you're chewing your lip. I think to myself, <laughs> how, ma how many times would you day? like to make a point? OK, you've got five minutes. Okay. That's it. The only points I want to make are, I'll, I'll just take some quotes now, OK? These are from some reliable sources, including the Small Mammal Association. Domestic cats are considered primarily responsible for the extinction of eight island bird species, including Stevens Island, Ran Chatham Island's fern bird and Auckland island maganza well, and the eradication and the eradication of 41 <laughs> bird species from the new zealand islands alone all right so if you imagine what a, what a relatively small population of cats is able to do in that environment then you, you kind of get the picture of what cats are able to do in this environment now i'd also like to read something here domestic cats felis cats are the most abundant carnivores in great britain and their numbers appear to be growing 
Okay, now this is, this is absolutely true. Most domestic cats depend on food supplied by their owners, therefore their population is not limited by the availability of wild prey, which most predators are. Now, the populations of cats in the UK now are massively greater than all our natural predators, like stoats and weasels. Another thing I'd like to address, Karen's point about, uh, no, actual Phil's point about cats preying on sick and injured birds, or no, it might have been your point from the RSP, sorry Karen, it's your point from the RSPB. Naturally here, there's, there's a fact. Churchill and Lawton, 1987, calculated that in a single English village, cats were responsible for up to 30% of the mortality in a house sparrow population, and concluded that domestic cats were a major predator in a typical English village. Okay, now well-fed cats do kill birds. Well-fed cats kill birds and other wildlife because the hunting instinct is independent of the urge to eat. In one study, six cats were presented with a live small rat, okay, whilst eating their preferred food. All six cats stopped eating the food, killed the rat, and then resumed eating the food. Now, these are specifics taken from actual uh, actual events. You know, this is this is scientific research. This is absolute. This isn't someone saying my cat doesn't kill birds. It doesn't. And Has it addressed even, the cat even, food? Even, even, so the point. So, the, so, the, so my point is right because we've we've really escalated into this massive great <laughs> argument <laughs> over something. I mean, Simon is responsible for this ultimately, <laughs> but but we've escalated this. So my point is that cats are having uh, massive detrimental implications on our indigenous wildlife and uh, and some really important species. And your point of how to alter this is to keep cats indoors. No way we have to address the bird issue. Now here's my comment from Bill and it's a little tip for all you cat lovers out there, you cat owners, and it says, for better or for worse, we have two house cats. They, they stay inside, but they've got a problem with his heady bouquet of cat urine that wafts from the shared litter box uh, for a few days. And he says, what you must do is use Bokashi. So there we are. Thank you, Bill. Where does Bill and keep the his cats, last have? thing... Sorry? Where does Bill keep his cats? He keeps his cats indoors. Right. What is your point? Nothing. Carry on. <laughs> if he wants to do that, that's fine. And the last point is that the best way of deterring cats from your own garden is to have a cat yourself. Well, in conclusion, there's one point I'd like to make. I've concluded. Cats are not responsible for the killing of birds and mammals. People are. This is what happens. You see, it's the emotional side of human beings that makes the whole thing irrational. You're being irrational because you think that Noah is a lovely creature and it's perfectly all right for Noah to go out and kill things. No, you're being you patronising you because you cannot see any I'm other not way... i you. I never patronise you. You, you are. You, no, you cannot see any other way of altering the situation. My point is, let's go out and compromise. Let's get cat owners on board compromise and let's alter... Compromise is great. But your point is, let's keep cats but in But where's fact. your compromise? No cat owner's going to do that. I'll keep my cat in when those birds are feeding. I'll put up my, my cat-proof table. Okay. That's a great compromise. You've got no compromise. It's just so annoying. Well, after the most annoying podcast ever known, that two-parter, are we ready to regain our sense of humour and our little buddiness, our little, our little happy buddy? time we have uh, still a yeah, little well, kind of <laughs> I, think, I think it's probably be a good idea if you retrieve your scissors from Richard's head <laughs> oh dear and um, never mind Karen what, what, have you enjoyed your first podcast experience? Excellent. so entertaining <laughs>
<laughs> Pity so, about the lack of the gag on Richard, but <laughs> next time, always the next time. <laughs> and so we're just off to the doctors to have our blood pressure taken. And um, I can assure you, listener, that any anger that you may have heard during this podcast was true. <laughs> We weren't pretending. No. <laughs> Any, anything at all that you heard at all was true. So, <laughs> it's calming down now from the Wiggly Sofa. Perhaps we should go and eat a chocolate and wait for next week. I better. I have to go by the Guardian next Wednesday. Do you? <laughs> yeah, it's got all the jobs in there, isn't it? <laughs> Bye from us from the Wiggly Sofa. Don't forget to subscribe using iTunes. Thanks for listening in. Bye. Bye from me. Bye-bye. Whoa, stop. <laughs> I've got to have one repost. I am not having him telling me that I've got a duff IQ. You because asked Phil, I beat no, you on the no, Anne Robinson. No. <laughs> you went Richard, to get the pencil. <laughs> Richard, I know, doesn't even know what his IQ is. I know that he has got a sheaf of paperwork in front of him that equates to 10 acres of forest, and I don't need notes at all. And the final thing is, all my tractors run on diesel. No uh, lead in diesel. Tractors. Buses, Phil. Buses. buses. Oh. No, buses. He said you chased buses. Why do I chase buses? Oh, no. <laughs> anyway, no. what were you saying about your IQ, Phil? We can't help so it. It's okay. I can't help to that. Going back to that was the whole point, Gav. Oh. So going back to the, uh, the point about Karen, that Karen made Where about the RSPB. Come in, I don't understand. <laughs> about about the RSPB's you'd point. you'd been poisoned because you, cause anyway. you chased Buses. Uh, okay. Has <laughs> yeah. a, a okay. penny dropped? <laughs> when would I want to chase a bus? Oh my god.